But then it turned out that it was a trap by who we assume is Loki. This has Clo- to tie in. I'm going to call him Cloaky. <laughs> Cloaky. <laughs> Uh, get that, get that trending. Right, and we are live with another after show brought to you by the Keeg. What after show it is, it is it, that is up to you. Actually, it's not up to you. It's up to me, and it's up to Marvel and Disney Plus. And we all agreed the after show would be Loki, the Loki after show. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, as I always am. One day I will be gone from this earth, and I shall have to anoint somebody else to be a host. But for now, it is me. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, also co-host of the Marvel After Shows. We got Paul Lau. Paul, how you doing? I'm, how you I'm, doing, buddy? I'm, I'm great. No yeah, I plan to live forever. What the <laughs> hell? That was so dark. Sometimes I'll be unshackled. I wasn't trying to sound depressing. I was trying one to sound day. more Odin-like. Like I was kind of like, you know what I mean? Like trying to like, for one day my sons, I shall not be here. I shall disappear into the cosmos and Is there a filter Asgard where you can... For- Turn gold and fade away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, maybe next time. Maybe next time we'll we'll figure it out. Um, Paul, I know Paul's trying to pull a Loki, and Paul's like, maybe if I kill Dimitri, I can take over the after show. I know. I see it in your eyes, Paul. I yeah, because I'm known for loving how hard you work <laughs> on this show and getting guests. You're like, I could be much better. Yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul, I mean, Paul and Trevor probably, I mean, you know, know a little bit more about, like, how much work I put into it. I don't think that anyone wants to be like, I'm just going to take it from him. I'll do all the work. <laughs> and I shall take the key and wrest it from his control. Um, I didn't introduce my other guest. We got Trevor Reese, everybody. Trevor Reese is in the house. Reese's Pieces. Ooh, hey, hey. I'm dressed technically as Ronan, but it has a Loki look to it with this gold. Yeah. Um, but also, as you can see, since this is the first episode, I want to do a classic Loki quick change. Oh, I didn't okay. get the tie right. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, the there we go. DB Cooper. Yeah. Okay. Wait for it. Okay. Ready for this. There we go. Let's do there it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> It's very apropos. Uh, I want to uh, shout out some people in the comments. Uh, we got Mars Bars out there. We got Matt Mori out there. We got Aries out there. I don't know who else we have out there. Um, we got Rebby Roo over uh, on another one of our platforms. Basically, for those of you who don't know, we uh, we, we stream. We have a multiple shows a week, but uh, tonight is the Loki After Show, obviously. We stream to multiple platforms, but our main platform is www.volume.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, that is our main platform because they love us and we love them and uh, uh, we want to advertise. So volume.com is where it's at. That's where that chat is that you can see right there on the right hand of that screen. And um, all the cool kids are on volume, you know. Uh, okay, no no problem. 
I do see Super Beard out there. Super Beard's on one of our other platforms saying uh, he's going to be on that other platform because he can't get to seem to get volume site to work tonight. Okay, uh, no, no worries. Uh, Aries is out there, I see. Rebby Rue is out there. Just, you know, for the love of comics is out there. What's up? Uh, that is uh, Michael Mead out there. Uh, Vaga is here. Pretty much the usual suspects. We got that late night crew. Everybody, uh, it is great to see everybody. It's been a couple months since Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Has it been a couple months? One month? How long has it been? Six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks? Feels long. Um, I we have a lot to talk about, and we are going to talk about it all. But I'm glad that we're all talking about it here because we got the usual suspects, Miss Marauder out there. Uh, we got Michael Mead out there. We got Mary, and I'm assuming Tom as well. We got Vagabondage. We got Aries. We got Matt. We got some newcomers, which is awesome. Super Beard. So uh, I'm super excited about this. Now, before we get started, uh, Trevor, I want to ask you because you're you're the guest of, for this episode. Uh, before you even started this episode, what were you expecting from, uh, from this Loki show? Um, I was honestly, I was, I was expecting a mix between like, this is the middle ground between Wanda and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like it is definitely like crazy high concept. Um, like as we done to get ahead of ourselves, but we see like, we see the full extent of how powerful the TV uh, TVA is by the episode's end. Um, but it's also like, it is still a pretty straightforward sort of procedural narrative uh, that uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was. So I think this right. is going to be, yeah, it's going to be some weird stuff, but I'm, I'm stoked. I, I was definitely de- uh, excited for this one. Yeah. Um, I think, like, all these Marvel shows, we all come at it from a certain level of, like, oh, uh, let's defer to the comics. What is going to happen? It must happen just like the comics. All these rules must, you know, uh, uh, be in place, and uh, it's not necessarily that case, as we find out throughout the what, episode, uh, which I would, we'll get to. I would dare say this is almost analogous. At least Disney, uh, Marvel's original Disney Plus plan was analogous to how they rolled out uh, the Netflix stuff. Because originally it was supposed to be Falcon and Winter Soldier before COVID messed it up. That was going to be yeah. first. And yeah. then WandaVision, and yeah. then now Loki, which I think is sort of analogous of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. And then obviously Hawkeye's feeling a little like the Iron Fist. <laughs> you, but, you think? Okay. No, I, okay. I, I think it's they, they like to hit you with the the grounded yeah. and then just be like you understood that i got your attention now let's go big and then sort of pull back and let a story like sort of live in its own world right but now because of everything getting moved around that's not necessarily the case we yes. started big fairly big with wandavision yeah and then we went yeah. more down to earth and now What's the opposite of down to earth? Because that's what we got here at Loki, you know? Fantastical. <laughs> yeah, this is very fantastic. Like, was... we thought WandaVision, everything I think we thought we were going to get from WandaVision with the fantasy aspect, we're getting from from this, right? Yeah. The, the trailer set up, like, a lot of uh, unique locations. Like, everything looked very expensive. I don't know. Uh, and I was really hyped to see it. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We, we'll go chronologically through everything, but before we do, uh, I okay, by the way, I'm, I'm shouting out people in the comments. We're going to be keep doing this because I want everybody to feel like they're part of this crew because even though three of us are on camera, like you out there, everybody out there, you guys are part of this after show, right? So uh, uh, obviously Vagabondage loves talking about like her theories uh, and she does a lot of TikToks on them and they're awesome. She says uh, that her first theory debunked resetting the timeline. So resetting the timeline, I think debunked her first theory. Anyway, uh, uh, for love of comics says the acting rage of Hiddleston is breathtaking as we see throughout this. Uh, I almost cried there, but yeah, uh, definitely. Um, Rebby Rue over there says Tom Hiddleston was great in this first episode. Has me hyped for the next one. I'm definitely hyped. Um, and then uh, Miss Marauder says, Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say, Miss Marauders, I think that's before we kind of jump, dive deep into it, maybe kind of talking about all of our uh, Loki comic book background, like what we know going into it. How much yeah. do we know of Loki? Like, what have we read? Yeah. Uh, I want to defer to Paul because Paul was saying he was he was reading some stuff. Oh, yeah. I read uh, 2016's Vote Loki, and um, I thought I was going to like it a lot. And uh, then I remembered that reality exists. And it's just like <laughs> with with uh, Secret Empire with Captain America. I kind of hated it. Whereas, like, this is not the comic I need for this time. Now, in 2021, right. I there's some distance, even though it's only been a few months. And... Uh, it's it's good, and I just wish the Americans in uh, Vote Loki were as smart as half the Americans <laughs> here, because they see right, right through his uh, Loki basic. Well, actually, I don't know. Will that spoil the episode if I talk about it? I mean, about the comic. Yeah. I mean, does it tie in with this episode? This episode specifically? No, but there's a pr no. But, but there is. Okay. We've seen from the trailer that there is sort of reference to that comic with the. Loki going, yeah, yeah. hello, the and he's got the horns. And he's, yeah, yeah, he's got his yeah. green suit on. Um, yeah. Did you guys uh, read either uh, the uh, Dark Reign female Loki or kid Loki stuff, like Journey into Mystery and then Young Avengers? Uh, I think a little bit. Young Avengers, yeah. definitely. Um, um, I, 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 I have a pretty good knowledge of Loki. That being said, I'm, I wasn't... Like, I've only read certain runs of Thor. So there are Thor runs where I never really, like, like got, like, so far into it. But I, I've read mostly, like, Thor in the last five years, seven years. Well, he was, it, they had, uh, sort of after Dark Reign, uh, when the female version of Loki uh, died or was reverted into child Loki, that he took over. Him and uh, Lady Sif sort of had co-headline duty on Journey into Mystery. Um, mm. for a little while. Uh, and that was when Kieran Gillen, the guy, uh, right? Yeah, Kieran Gillen, he was the one who also wrote Young Avengers. Um, that was where he kind of, like, started that arc. Because I think a lot, mm. like, sort of like the way Ed Brubaker's stuff was cribbed for Winter Soldier, I'm thinking that Kieran Gillen's sort of characterization is the Loki that Marvel's been wanting to put up on screen for a while. Right. Is that sort of, like truly seeking like uh, uh some sort of redemption uh right and like but also like getting uh well sort of separated it since he got like a chance like he died and was like reborn and sort of, and like the darkness in his soul was like wiped clean and so he like got like a second chance like a full second chance and not just a i've realized 
my ways, the air of my ways. Right. And so, yeah, it's inter- I'm, I'm excited to see how that's going to play out over the course of the show. I like, I do like Loki, the tell, the, the, the interpretation of Loki that's more like Constantine, where he knows sometimes like he has to do a bad thing for the, for the sake of the greater good. I don't like this interpretation of Loki, which is just pure villain Loki. He's like, ha ha, maniacal Loki, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just villain. like, yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. I shall take the Hulk and make him fight the Avengers. <laughs> well, also, he's not like a hunk. Like, that's the thing. We have like... Is these... that... Does that... Should that factor into my li- my love of Loki? No, I just... I don't know. It's just me thinking like, man, this is yeah, like, it's, let's it's, just make it's... everybody attractive that's a villain and then make <laughs> the audience be sympathetic or simping right. for these like headlining dudes. Right. Well, I mean, he well, got... He, yeah. His, uh, I mean, not to jump ahead, but he... The, the quick strip moment oh yeah like oh that's that's not like chris evans coming out of the chamber that's more like uh chris pratt in guardians when he gets oh, a yeah. shot of him with the spray right like right. we made him fucking get like swole for this and yeah and you get to see like loki just butt naked for a sec yeah, yeah. i'm used to like, like he's, he's looking good classic loki where he's like got jagged teeth and he's i don't know he's got that yellow Whatever that like in in Dimitri's uh, yeah yeah it's production. sort of both the the two yeah the two this that are flanking you yeah, yeah. But, but like the older one and then there's a this one. there's a storyline where he like wins but he's bored of being like on the throne uh, shoot yeah blood brothers or something you know what I'm talking oh about? yeah was that pre Ragnarok I think so yeah yeah so. I mean, we all have a pretty good grasp on, like, Loki from the comics, but, like, what a lot of comic book fans do is we go into the MCU, and then we just figure everything's going to go beat by beat. And comic book fans that want to feel better than everybody, they're like, I know what's going to happen. You, you idiots, you mainstream audience people, you don't know, but I know exactly what's, like, Marvel's going to plan out. And it's like, (laughs) no, you're wrong, dude. Like, that's a whole different, that's the 616. It's never going to be the same 616. Um... A uh, couple of comments. Uh, yeah, Superbeard we... says, uh, Superbeard says they ordered a second season months ago. So, uh, are they going to have a Loki second season? Is that a is that a thing? Superbeard would know, but you know, I didn't know that. I mean, this. I mean, depending on how the series goes, I could see it continuing. Like, obviously, WandaVision was one and done, as it should be. But like, right. Cap. Uh, now, well, now Cap and Winter Soldier. Um, even though they already have a cap four in the works, like I could see that having another season. And yeah, depending on how this goes and what we how the end result of this, um, it I could see it going. Right. I mean, the real question that Marvel is asking themselves, I'm sure, right now is why should we do TV shows when we have movies? Why should we have movies when we have TV shows? What is the difference? Like, why would we have a Captain America TV show and Captain America movie? Why would they be different? You know what I mean? So I'm sure Marvel knows the answer already, but that is a good question to ask yourself. Why would we need WandaVision as a TV show and not as a movie? Like, because what can we could, tell in the TV no show? There's no way you could tell that story over a movie. Not well. Not at, like, I say not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. some like, real good cliff notes. So. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I mean, there, I think Marvel's strength has always been figuring out translating what you do in a comic book into what you do in film and television. 
interpreting, right? They're interpreting, not retelling these stories. They're like, interpreting. Yeah. They're not. They're at, adapting them. Yeah, and I think that's also why, like, we've it, they like crib images like Captain uh, Captain America Civil War obviously was not Civil War of the comics, but then we do get the shield and the the um, the uh, the blast, and we get like shots and re uh and sort of callbacks but nowhere near the same sort of story uh aside from like the barest of bones like i'd say probably winter soldier might be the closest to full-on pulling a story but even that is like way like goes way different yeah um you guys, we can move into – let's move into this episode because there is a lot of stuff, including <laughs> what are the ramifications that this has for the Marvel Universe. We'll, we'll get to the ramifications at the end because that will kind of tie in because we'll finish up this episode of the after show with our theories of what's to come. But it starts off with essentially the literal same shots from uh, Avengers Endgame. Um, or Darth Chaco's out there. Yep. Uh, hello, hello. And uh, uh, thanks, thanks for dropping in. Uh, nice reference of the one with Jet Li. <laughs> oh yeah, Darth, Ta- yeah, Darth yeah, yeah. Taco. <laughs> yeah, uh, the idea of free will, the best version of yourself. Pill, what's Pillboy? Miss Marauder says Pillboy. Oh, Pillboy. That's uh, that's uh, Eugene Cordero. He was uh, Casey, the guy at the front desk who Loki threatens yeah. to cut like oh. a fish. Right. Yeah, that's Eugene Cordero. He plays Pillboy on The Good Place. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, he's he's, he's like... so he's also he's uh was in Kong Skull Island. He was part yeah. of the the military group, and then um, what else? There was something else I was remembering uh that he was in, um, but he's hilarious. I I used to see yeah. him um at UCB uh, Upright Citizens Brigade here in uh, Los Angeles because he was just performing there a whole bunch before he really kind of broke out, um, yeah. and he's hilarious. He's such yeah. a good improviser. He was in he was in the third season of Wrecked that Asif yeah. Ali was in for three seasons. He was in the last season. Um and so it's it's nice to see these uh, like cool guys get work. Yeah. Uh, um fun fun fact, uh okay. the, the guy uh who's being dragged along with Loki at the beginning, who does oh, yeah. the asshole guy, that's Josh. Yeah. Uh, and he was uh, one of the main voices in a cartoon, uh, a cartoon short I did at Nickelodeon. Whoa! Oh. And so, uh, yeah, my guy, uh, my, the guy who's like, like dad was head of Goldman Sachs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's Josh Fadum. Uh, he's okay. awesome. Yeah. Um, let's uh, uh, let, let's talk about like the the sequence of things. Um, uh, we see where Loki Loki gets the Tesseract. He disappears to Mongolia just to get as far away as he could, right? I'm assuming that's halfway around the world, right? If you think about from like, New York. Do we think that that was his intention? Because it kind of looked like he got knocked off course. Like that was because he deviated. Because like we saw Thanos like using the, the thing like to jump planets. Like he went from Titan to Earth. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm wondering if that was the TVA doing that, and that's why he, like, was, like, like... Yeah, he came out of, like, a missile or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, and then the TVA pops in, and then we see that they can destroy and reset timelines. What are the, What's it called? Pruning? Or Pruning. Or that's about- what they... Yeah, they kind of talked about, like, either in trailers, or maybe that was an endgame thing, but they, they're, like, reset. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like basically just reset yeah. the timeline. Um, but also as we find out later, like immediately, uh, like we find out when during the video presentation that there Loki is returned to his spot. Like, yeah. So, uh, so this Loki is now a free agent unencumbered. So unless he's going to jump back into the time stream at this point, nothing has been retconned in the MCU as a result of this. Right. And we'll we'll get into like what this <laughs> means, right? Because the the actions of Endgame, what does this mean? And I'm very excited because I think that I've been right the whole time, baby. Dimitri's back, baby. Alright. I wanna I I don't want I I wanna wait for the end, because uh, I wanna hear this theory. I wanna hear how you you're right. Do you think how I'm right? We're, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep no, that for a little. No, bit. I know, no, no. But like, I want to hear it at the end when we talk yeah. crazy. Oh theories. yeah, definitely. Yeah, Dimitri's back, baby. Um, wait, is that like Al Pacino? Is like a hua. Um. Anyway, uh, the point being is that uh, 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 we 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 see Loki, and it, it's kind of like you you see Loki in the TVA. We see a lot of crazy things. We see a couple variants here and there. We see the uh, little cartoon intro to the multiversal war. What does that mean? Right? Uh, we get introduced to Mobius at the uh, resetting the timeline at that church. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, we, we see a lot yeah. of... 1549 in France. Oh, was that Which, in the past? Oh, that oh, was yeah. hella in the yeah. past. Okay. And then that little girl... Again, he, little he girl. says time moves differently in the TVA. Uh, someone was mentioning uh, The Good Place. It's very Jeremy Baramy. Um, yeah, Jeremy Baramy. Yeah. Yeah, well, because, yeah, it's... Uh, Mobius is moving in linear fashion, but he goes from 1549 uh, back to the TVA while Loki has still been processed. Uh-huh. Um... And so, yeah, so we kind of get to see a little bit of time moves a little differently here in the TVA. Right. I saw the twist coming when they said there were stabs. There were stabs at that church. Yeah, we'll get into that, too. Oh, you have a theory for that? The mutants are going to be introduced, and it was long <laughs> shot all yes. along. Yes, more mutants. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's so stupid. I, I, it's just Never a matter of time. It it's just a matter of time till certain TikTok creators are like, they're like, we have we have corroborated proof that Wolverine is Loki. I was like, uh, <laughs> this is the first time we're seeing Wolverine in the MCU. Who stabs uh, in the MCU? Mero. Uh, Wolverine. Uh, a lot of people stab in the MCU. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Vagabondage says, was it actually a twist? I thought we all guessed it was Loki. Okay. Vaga is as smart, if not smarter than me. So she saw that come in a mile away, but I was, I was. But the little girl pointed to the stained glass window of, of the devil of who is famously, yeah. famously, what's his color? Red. Mm-hmm. What what is the opposite color of red? Green. Green. You're saying it's They're, a yes, red hairy. Right. Not, I, I'm saying it's not Loki. Yeah, it's complementary colors. Oh, you think it's yeah. not Loki? I think, I think it's not it's Loki. Loki. I think yeah. it's, it's not Loki. You know who has a it's red face? Vision. 
Boom. Yeah. It's his it's helmet. White next vision. Horns. White vision. With he traveled back in time mm -hmm. and became red in the process. <laughs> He's just trying right. to claim his. No, identity. I, it's not. If it was really Loki, uh -huh. they would show his face. They wouldn't keep him cloaked. It's, it's not a different Loki. version. It's, it's someone look setting like this... up Loki. I think it's. Uh, if we could just jump into it right now, yeah. what my thought yeah, is. Fine. Think it, fine, Trevor. I think Mobius. I thought that too. I think you Mobius. Think I don't think he's Kang. I think I, I. I don't think he's Kang, but I think he's in league with whatever's going on. I think he believes Loki. I think he wants to overthrow the TVA, and he's like, "Oh, what's this? Loki popped in? What?" And it's right. gonna be because what better way to challenge Loki's redemption than to find out the person who's initiating it has been lying to him the whole time? It's possible. Yeah. It is definitely. Or he's working with the alternate Loki. That I, trial was a sham, by the way. <laughs> it explained nothing. Kangaroo court. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They're yeah. fine with killing variants, right? Because variants don't because... exist, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to keep saying baby like you guys had the whole, on the Pokemon episode of the Kickback. And we're like, daddy? All right. Well, yeah. uh, Vagab Vagabondage says... You keep saying him, but it could easily be Lady Loki. Superbeard says it's Lady Loki. Superbeard also says played by Sophia De Martino. Uh, the BTS picks already spoiled that the person in the cloak who set the fire is Sophia De Martino. But yes, it's possible it's Lady Loki. I'm fine with that. What I'm trying to say is it's still a version of Loki. And we're also we also see in the, in the scene with DB Cooper that like they have a history on Earth. Yeah. And like just having fun and doing antics, Ooh, like that to Thor. Yeah, before <laughs> the or, events of Thor. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's the nine realms, though. They travel between all of them, so I'm sure they have other antics in the ones that. Right. Well, Earth seems like right. the only place that's fun to have antics. Like, right. I feel like Midgard's like the summer home of the nine realms, because every other place is like. Jodenheim is just ice. ice. Uh, right. Muspelheim is fire. Yeah. Where was the place where they go? Uh, they're like a spirit realm or a shadow realm. Um, uh, Niffle, Niffleheim? Spartelheim? Spartelheim is one, but that's, uh, yeah, uh, Nevedlier or something. Yeah. Um, okay. That place, the, I think, uh, yeah, I also think where the, the forge uh, where he is. Yeah, but all, all I'm uh, saying is all those places are hard-ass living. And then you got Earth in the 50s. I'm just, I'm just D.B. Cooper. Like, right. like, hey. Right. I got a bug. Uh, need to read basic, that note. <laughs> oh, uh, I think Needvalier or whatever is Svartalheim. It's another name. Uh, anyway, the point being is that, uh, yes, it could be Lady Loki. It could be Old Man Loki. Somebody said, Vaga said that it's early third millennium. So early third millennium Loki. But then from where? Where did he split off and live? Yeah. How could a Loki from the past be a variant that's still, like, been able to move forward? I don't know. Right. All I do How know is, he, is yeah. she could, uh, like, do we know? We don't know who Sophia is playing. And given the fact that the Ultimate Universe has been far more of a building block um, for the MCU than 616 has been, uh, the Kang in that universe is Sue, uh, Sue Storm. 
so there is precedent in the Ultimate Universe that uh, Kang's a woman. So, but Kang is supposed to be played by Jonathan Majors. Um, oh yeah, that's right. He's already been cast. Whatever. <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, this movie should have been out by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rebby, like, we Rebby should be on to deeper theories by this point. Yeah, Rebby Rue out there says the devil has horns, and who wears horns in the show is Loki. So chances are, like that's well, I mean that's like the devil. It's like it's it's the horns. <laughs> we're doing and, uh, we're doing the whole. WandaVision thing. thing. Yeah, it's we're doing Mephisto. the reaching. It's no. Balder. It's Mephisto, baby. He didn't get a, any screen time in the Thor movies. Lady Sif, Balder. she's back. Yeah, Balder the Bold. Yeah. 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 Um, there's there's a lot of uh, things going on in this episode. Um, uh, we, we, we see um, them really bring up the idea of free will, right? That the timekeepers let things go if it fits within. But then how doesn't that neg- like negate free will? That I if you venture outside of free will? Well, it's curvature and like I guess the natural order. So it like there's the main time stream, and then if you divert too much with your curvature, uh-huh. you don't end up in the the mainstream that is ideal. Yeah, because right, we, we do see like their time stream is like a sort of fluid motion thing in the animation and also like previously depicted by the ancient one in Endgame. Like right. it is sort of like a, a little wavy thing. So yeah, it does. I mean, here's a, here's a philosophical question is a binary question, a yes or no question. Just having that single choice, would you consider that free will? Well, it depends on whether it's de- de- uh, like deterministic. So, but so, I mean, if you if like if you just constantly have a series of multiple choices ahead of you, would you consider that free will? Because that seems to be what it is. It's like they you're allowed to exist within yourself, and you have free will within the confines of what you have. Yeah. So it's like reality TV almost. Like right. they set you up with stuff to feed the narrative, which is actually the credit for the TVA film is the. Uh, the Time Variant uh, uh, Narrative Committee, I think, was the name of the company of the group that produced the animated short. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I think within the narrative, like they set up the context of it, but still allow you to, um, like, play out, like within the confines of the rules. Right. So, so Vaga is saying free will is a myth. And that, it, but basically, yes, that that ties in with determinism. Basically, all the actions and information of the universe up to this point leads to the next step of everything, right? Like your choice of, like, Dimitri, do you want to kick to the nuts or do you want to kiss to the face? And like, I'm gonna choose. Like, you know, it's not truly free free will. Like, maybe I might choose a kick to the nuts just to be an asshole, and then I get my kick to the nuts. But then that was already predetermined. So the crazy thing, but here, here's the real question that I have for the timekeepers is Who do you think are the you time are? Keepers, are, the, are the timekeepers essentially writing time or are they allowing all these characters to make their choices? And if it veers off to, towards one side, then they're like, no, 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 let's get them back on track, like in the direction that we want. Or it's like very fine tuning everything. You know what I mean? 
What about Doctor Strange? <laughs> Miss Marauders has incredible analogy, Dimitri. I'm, it was a dumb, uh, a kick to the nuts or a kiss to the face. It's it, whatever. Anyway, it's not a good analogy. I'm sorry. Well, all right. Well, Doctor Strange like uses the time stone to peek into all the probabilities, and he only found one. Right. After probabilities. Four, we Fourteen to, million. We, we get confirmation yeah. from them that the the path of Endgame was how things were supposed to happen. Right. And yes. Right. And. Uh, I got I got my thoughts about the way time is working the MCU, and I think I've been right. I think I've been right. But why would there be a trial if she's just going to be, like, guilty, the judge? Right. You know? Because, did you guys ever see Wanted? Yes. Yeah. Te technically a comic book movie. No, um, I hate it. I, I hated it. I, I love that movie. It's inspired <laughs> me to come it. out to California. You're it's, welcome. Oh, it's a little bit weird. of a guilty pleasure. It it gets a little bit of wanted right, but then completely botches the rest of it. But I th my theory is kind of a little of maybe the loom of fate sort of thing, right? Where after like initially it was um, like they were just allowing fate to happen, but then they over time realized the power of being able to game the system. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think it was, I think it's basically your, your theory, I think is it went from one end and now over time they have become the other option. So I think it would start off, everyone's loosey goosey. They're just sort of managing it and allowing it to exist. But then over time, one of their names came up on the loom of fate and they're like, we're not going to assassinate you. Morgan Freeman's going to change the name and control the world. And that's my theory is like, yeah, that they have become corrupted over time. The TVA. Just, yeah, the TVA through the inside. It's a class, they're, they're not Hydra per se. There's not like a Hydra cell, but I think there is a, a, a cancer within it. And I think Mobius wants to overthrow him. Maybe. Um, the people are weird though, right? At the TVA? Yeah, because they're, like, they're not real people. They've been right. born in the TVA, right? Essentially. Well, you see a city though. Loki, like yeah. You know, is so maybe they live their life. They live their life yeah. there, but Sepia that's their world that they live in. Yeah, Sepia Tone's Coruscant is what it was. <laughs> like if nineteen seventies playset, but uh. But yeah, but like um, Casey, like yeah, he's definitely quirky. Casey and, is Eugene Cordero. Yeah, Eugene Cordero. Uh, yeah. He. He's definitely like quirky. He even says like I I was uh, I've only lived at my desk, and he doesn't yeah. know what a fish is. What's a fish? Uh, and so yeah, there's. But I also think these are the people who, if you're born into it, you just accept the reality. So it's just like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is what I do. This is where my. We know that time has a proper flow, so we will live within our flow, no questions asked. Yeah, it's right. how I imagine Florida being. If I'd been yeah. in Florida, it's just like, yeah, sometimes you just pay with alligator eggs. So keep in mind, I know this super whole beer. world, this whole world wasn't the TVA. The TVA is just one department. Why? Right. They mentioned that Nightmare is another department. Oh, yeah, that? he mentions a bunch of other departments. Uh, what's the other department? Well, he talked about uh, what's it called? Mor morality when he's cross-examining uh, Loki about uh -huh. doing what's right and wrong. And yeah. he's basically doing the Christmas Carol where he's like, oh, this is your past and here's your future. Right, right, right. But what's the other department? 
he does he like hints at it. He's like, oh, we do that somewhere else. That's another department handles it. Okay. He didn't like name it. Dude. Well, he says that about Nightmare. I, I remember that. Oh yes, Nightmare. That's what it was. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Night, yeah. Uh, but like, what does that mean? Does that tie in with Multiverse of Madness? If we're dealing with Nightmare, like, is it that type of nightmare? Are these like metaphysical, just ideas and concepts that are being given form? It's weird because like Marvel's really good about you know buying the hat. Like if they mention a a hint that's kind of like it should go there, right? Yeah. For the most part, right. They're also patient that they'll drop an Easter egg and just be like, "Don't worry, we'll get to it." Like, yeah, because they've had so much success of being able to retcon stuff that they just sort of left as loose ends. Uh, and so I think now they feel confident, like, yeah, we could drop this, and, and if we get to it sooner rather than later, awesome. But if we don't get to it for a while, that's cool, too. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, Loki falls a lot in the Thor movies through, like, portals. Mm -hmm. And in when he's being processed, he's falling twice through several trap doors. I thought that was maybe a callback to, oh, he hates that thing. I don't know. Yeah. He hates falling. He, he is always falling, right? Well, he's like, I fell for an hour and a half when the <laughs> right. Thor went to see the, yeah, Sanctum With Sanctum. Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that he also falls at the end of Thor into that black hole. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he falls off the Rainbow Bridge. Uh, well, that's right? the end of Thor. Thor, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You, said, <laughs> yeah. you said into a black hole, and I'm like, what? Okay. Well, it is, right? Wait, isn't there a black hole or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, okay. yeah, some sort of like quasar black hole or something. Yeah, that's yeah. under. But I think that's the sign of his him being out of control is him falling. Right. Because like you mentioned the the thing with Doctor Strange, he's falling, and then here he's he's falling, and um, I think that's because uh, counter to that are the times he uses the hologram, like tricks Thor into the cage and Avengers. Like it's his own tricks turned back on him. And right. they show him that he doesn't have control of the situation, which is like his biggest pet peeve slash like biggest fear, biggest nightmare is not right. being in control. Because uh, I, I think it ties and it's something that I brought up with with Baron Zemo. Um, Baron Zemo, when uh, 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 he was in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he's a he's a strategist. Right. And now, like he's being he he can't figure out his way out of certain things. You know what I mean? Like what happens when a master manipulator is put in a situation where they can't manipulate anyone and they have to go with the flow and they lose that sense of control. I feel like Zemo had to do it and Loki has to do it here. So like who is Loki at his character when he's not trying to control people to get what he wants, which was brilliant the way they did it in this. It's like, either way, I'm not going to die by your hand. I'm not going to kill you. Uh, let's just ask questions and you got to be honest with me and like Loki being honest for once isn't that crazy yeah but I think like to like Zemo is way more in control and willing to be out of control uh, in Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier than he is in uh, Civil War but that's because he loses in Civil War. He, I mean, he he wins the spiritual victory, blah blah blah. Right. Avengers break up, but he loses. He doesn't get to kill himself. He's put in prison. Um, he's at his lowest point, um, and I think coming to that lowest point and then coming back from it, he is able to have that chill. And this Loki does not. 
because this Loki didn't experience everything. He's only seen it um, on the on the screens, um, right. seen his redemption, seen his uh, family sort of try and reach out to him and see him finally be accepted um, for who he is and allowed to be a, a good person. And so I think that's sort of the difference between the two of them. Zima, like this Loki can't cede control because he hasn't gotten to that low point to get back up. I do like though what preceded him to see those, that outcome was the futility of the infinity gems. Just like, oh, we got a lot of them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and They're it's just paperweights. Like, yeah. They're paperweights. Yeah. And so now you've taken this, you know, the MacGuffin and completely devalued it. And now the v- taste of victory isn't sweet. That's why yeah. uh, Mobius is like, you know, just prying like, no, no, that's just what you want. Then what? What's the next thing? You know? Right. Well, and it, it is kind of interesting because Thor, the Dark World is two years after uh avengers right Uh because yeah i remember jane slaps him's like it was new york was two years ago um and (laughs) And natalie portman excellent i i'm a huge fan have been since the professional uh (laughs) but um but no but like it is a chance to to see something we didn't get a chance to see and that's loki in the immediate like anger of his loss after the avengers like yeah. we really didn't get to see him work through that because it just jumped ahead yeah. and sort of skipped that. Yeah. And he's just been in prison. And he's just been like, just sitting there all on his lonesome this whole time. Um, and Mobius like, is poking that, at him too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we get to really see that anger and see him like real time processing it, like his defeat and like yeah. what, uh, like what he did. I wanted to. I want to talk about something real that that that, that reminds me of is when, like, we get upset as human beings and we say something out of anger or we do something out of anger, out of resentment, something that has been building up or maybe it's, like, very frustrated in that amount of time and we lash out and obviously create more problems. Uh, we see that with Loki telling the the uh, the dark elves where Thor is and then he, they end up killing his mother and he regretting his decision... If he wasn't so angry, if he wasn't so resentful, right? If he wasn't so vindictive, then his mother might still be alive. The well, only person he's ever loved, the only person that's ever cared about him. Right. And I, I don't know. I'm just tying this with real life. That sometimes, like, we get upset and we do something that, like, is is impulsive in the moment and yeah. regret it. And well, it sucks. This this Loki gets to see that he's capable of that because he didn't right. think himself capable, and then he sees that put back into his proper timeline that's what he'll end up doing um but then he also i mean the last time loki from this loki's perspective saw odin was him talking to him like kind of chastising they do not have a good interaction the last time they see each other in at the end of thor before he falls into the uh the black hole um and then but then he gets sorry loki also falls a lot in ragnarok yeah. Whether it's getting sucked in and falling and whatever. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Um, but then he gets to he gets to uh see uh Odin call him but like both him and Thor, like my sons. And like you see that look on on Loki's face from Ragnarok, where he's just like moved and touched and surprised by it. 
And then to like we see this new Loki see that as well. But like he gets the um like he, he's in such a different emotional place right now than like even where where he was like as he started redeeming himself really over the course of Ragnarok. Yeah. He didn't the, he did I, not really redeem himself. It was lip service through Dark World, which is again why Dark World sucks. <laughs> I actually I, I do like Dark World. Uh, I'm gonna I, I, I think that there are some really good Asgard scenes and really good Thor and Loki scenes and uh I'm cool with it. I'm out baby. Um <laughs> Ice in his veins. Uh, uh from birth, Loki was rejected by Laufey because he wasn't a giant. You know, yeah. he just had blue skin and then uh he got tossed to well, Laufey got defeated by Odin. Odin's like Look, this is royalty. I'm gonna raise them as one of my own. Unfortunately, Asgardians are a bunch of bros, and it's all about might, strength, and like drinking. And Loki's like, I like magic and talking. <laughs> like that's not right. a typical. Well, that's he, that's why he has like we see the the very beautiful moment in Endgame between uh, Freya and Thor, but uh, clearly Loki and Freya had a much stronger relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Than, than Thor and Freya. Um, yeah. Honestly, favorite. Marvel's done such a good job of of ret- retroactively doing right by Rene Russo. Yeah. And, yeah. like, really allowing bo- both Thor and Loki to have, like, moments with her that really... Like, we got a little bit in Dark World, like, especially with Loki. Um, but, like, yeah, they've been really, like, reminding you and using that for, for full emotional moments. Um, but I like that they called him uh, Loki Lauf, uh, Laufey's son yep. the whole time. They did not call him Lo- Loki Odin's son. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the TVA, who would be, like, the people who, like, they showed, like, sign this, this uh, verify this is everything you said. Like, they know him. And for them to call him Loki Laufey's son says something about their perspective of him. Right. Is it their perspective of him or how he truly feels? I mean, it's who, th- th- like... I think it's who they think he is. Okay. He, he's fair. lying to himself about being an Odin son, even if he was raised by Odin. They know he was raised by Odin, but it's just like, no, yeah. your blood is giant. You're right. not an Odin son. You ha- And you didn't even show yourself to be an Odin son in the life we saw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a thought. I want to then bring it to some of the chat stuff. Uh, and then I, I want some Paul input too. I'm going to tie it in with uh, something that we were talking about on Comic Talk, I think, last time, Trevor, is that, um, for example, long story short, like on the mutant island of Krakoa, where where resurrections are real, all the good and bad mutants have to work together. We see certain bad mutants be good because for finally they're safe and they're able to have a place they belong. Now, when you tie it in with Loki... And maybe I'm reading too much into the falling thing, but when you're falling, when Loki is falling, it you don't have, he doesn't have any time to place his feet and be like, who do I actually want to be? And the only time in a weird way that he's standing still and not falling is at the TVA, right? It's that moment where he's, he can't, ma- like, there's no machinations. He can't plan ahead. He's stuck there and he just has to answer the questions, Right. Like, this is the first time that we see Loki not having to move. And he's standing still, having to be like, who am I now? Not who am I aiming for with conquests, but who who is Loki? And this could be the first time in canon where Loki 
can do that, right? Yeah. Was there was there? Wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no. But I like I think like just to prove your point, like when he starts, he's free of a lot of uh, a lot of the trappings he had on Asgard by the time Ragnarok. Where like Ragnarok is the deconstruction. It's like the, the literal deconstruction and destruction of most of Asgard and a lot of the sort of chains wrapped around Loki and Thor that were sort of holding them back or keeping them uh, in their bad habits. And right. so, yeah, I think that I think you're right. Like, it's the same conditions uh, in both sense. Like, why he started to redeem himself is he was stripped of a lot of the stuff like the the, the relate he, he finally got to have closure and peace with his father which was a huge problem with him um right and like he like finally had his chance to rule and and like truly did lose his his ability to rule at the end of it so um yeah i think it's this i think it's the same i think we're seeing it the same sort of thing but playing out uh differently because the tva is stepping in now Right. Uh, Vaga, Vaga in the comments says, sounds like everyone during the pandemic. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's kind of true, uh, in, in a way, um, standing still allows you to feel like, who am I now, as opposed to who am I working to be? Who am I now? And then try to make, you know, try to figure it out from there. Paul, did you have stuff to say? Oh, I, it's just weird. Cause I feel like we're all different people. Like you try to, <laughs> I just, I just, no, I just no, feel like no, we're all different like, people. Well, so like from your perspective, like, oh man, like if I'm forced to stand still and be introspective and for me, I have like jobs where like I'm security at like a concert and I'm just standing at a gate. And what I do with that time is either try to be creative, like write jokes for stand up, or yeah. be introspective because like I'm always working on myself, you know, yeah. in general because of stand up. It's just this circular thing where it's like, Right. Anxiety inducing imposter syndrome. And then you just got like, so for Loki though, he's also always busy and he had a fail reel presented to yeah. him. It was Literally. just like over and over. Yeah. And then to see Thanos break his neck at the very end, you know, like that's just like, wow, that's my end game. And that's the way <laughs> things are supposed to happen. That's predetermined. Well, how do I cheat this? Also, he's been cheating death for so long, and then this is, he doesn't want to see, like, he turns away when his neck is snapped. Like, he does not want to see that, I, because that's the time he really dies. No, but I I think it's more, I think why he starts laughing about it is the fact, like, we see he's getting emotional catharsis. Like, it, it, move, it, it is the fails, the fails, the fails, but then it is as Ragnarok shows, like the good that comes, the, the the healing of his relationship with Odin and uh, with Thor. And then like to finally be like, to see him stand together with Thor and Valkyrie and fighting, he just feels this like, he's like, it's like, uh, like he's happy that he can see that uh, a redemption is heading his way. And then immediately he's dead. Like, right. He's just like, what? Yeah, it's like, I, like, and whiplash. I get the catharsis. I get. I finally get to have the relationship I've wanted with Thor. I finally get to have closure with my father. And then fucking Thanos comes and just snaps my neck. Yeah, I think that's like more right off the bat of Ragnarok, right? Like right there. <laughs> Lino, literally, that's up. the end. The post credit scene is Thanos showing up and the beginning of Infinity War. Time. 
is the distress call. The first words in Infinity War are the distress call of uh, the Asgardian ship. Yeah. I just like um, the idea that he's watching Endgame the way we see Endgame. Like, oh, right. I, all I the cameras, look, all the cameras are in the same place that the they mute, were. Yeah, the score, all of well, it. I love, yeah, that you could, t they, they tried to make it a, like a, a choice of the TVA. Like the, the oh, cutting, because, because like it's like, cinematics. obviously this is the footage we have and it's yeah. cut this way and we only have it from these angles. Yeah. And so, yeah, they like, the you would see like it like kind of cut as if it was like pieced together files all playing together separately. Um, yeah, I like that Marvel tried to like hide that it's, this is all movie footage. We all know it. They tried to hide it by the creative choice of like, but no, but this is how the TVA records it and plays it back. Like, well, the, yeah, they're very cinematic. Like, they literally made a cartoon to teach yeah. you to teach a soul that was anyways going to be pruned. Why do you need to teach any of these souls anything? They're gonna prune them anyway. Well, that was I or reset. Okay, well, there's two options. The reset is the re no because the the timeline goes on without them. Regardless, they, they reset they, we the see, timeline. And you and a person and you get dropped back in, but the you who went off the path, you get picked up by the TVA. And destroyed. Uh, and yeah, well that's yeah. that's the thing. I don't think that video implies that if you get picked up by the TVA, it's an automatic death sentence. Like I don't think yeah. that's I don't and I don't even think that's like them hiding the tone. Like the so I'm saying like when the video was made that was like there were some options now because of whatever corruption or corrosion within the TVA that's happening that we'll find exposed over the course of this it is now an automatic death sentence. I mean, I mean it's, it's possible. Owens, Owen Wilson confirmed it though. Yeah. Which is what that that was a death sentence when uh, he rescued Loki. Yeah. Talked to I forgot her name the uh, the guard or the officer the I mean, the judge the one who was running the trial no no, no. The, the officer that got stuck in the loop yeah, yeah oh yeah 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 he's like yeah that's what i just did. um here's the thing though they make a big deal about like the the variants having souls right they, they they say do you have what one would say think of as a soul but then they kill them anyway well no because they're just verifying that they're human but it doesn't matter like you're still you're a variant but you're still a human yeah, the right. LMDs walking through that yeah. scanner. Yeah, if you're right. a robot, you will. Which was uh, a funny scene, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying that they're essentially killing these people because they and because they're variants, essentially. Yes. Right. Variants are fine to die. Yeah. Which I think is part of the fanaticism of it. I th I think that that's what's going to be revealed that the TVA has has too strict. low key become too strict, too fanatic. The, the extreme ends are running the system. Uh, right. And yeah, and that's that's what I think the tension of this story is going to be, is this discovery and reconciliation of the TVA's, uh, like, strict uh, yeah. rules. Are, are you guys I getting... mean, there's a couple of crazy things that could happen. Uh, Paul, what were you going to say? Are you guys getting Umbrella Academy flashbacks? People, people were saying that, like, uh, we've already seen this in Umbrella Academy, right? Like... We've already seen this like uh, this time bureau thing, so I don't think that they're gonna do.
do exactly kind of like that. They're going to put their own spin on it. Oh, no, I absolutely. And they definitely yeah. have the budget and the talent. It's just I'm getting like, okay, I got to shake off all the other stuff, you know, and just enjoy right. what it is because I'm very uh, – I always compare. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, also, but, like, I think everyone's pretty spot on in, in pointing out the Good Place vibes. Like, I definitely got that, too. So I think it's – this is a, this is a story that's been told before. It's just sure. now – it's what Marvel does. It's just like, yeah, we're these are story. We're not breaking the the wheel on our stories. We're just like, well, what if it looks like if Marvel told that story? Yeah, right. Um, uh, Squadron Supreme. Uh, yeah. Superbeard. Superbeard was bringing up a good point, and this is something that you realize at the end when you realize that this person is Loki in whatever shape or form. Another variant of Loki is that the judge wanted to terminate Loki because he's the same type of being he's the same being even though he's a variant right so but that, i don't think it's like are you positing that eliminating this loki kills the other loki no just that it's too much trouble we already had trouble with the first loki why are we not just terminating this loki yeah and this you know, loki that's what they might want no too much and it turns out right loki is not bad and yeah right we get a um, but it's like where could this loki have come from how could Third this Loki have come from the past? Like, that's, I mean, I'm not saying, like, that's not like I'm asking, like, how, how. Like, that's a question that needs to be answered. Is If this Loki comes from his past, how, how does that happen? And um, how is it third millennium? They keep, they brought up that it was third millennium. What third millennium? Early third millennium. This They scan where this Loki was from or where this thing, this, like, uh, whatever that sword or that thing that was in the ground was. That was from the third millennium. So that Loki got something from the third millennium. Yeah. So the third, like 3000 BC? No. No, no BC. We're talking, I think they're no, talking future. AD. AD? Yeah. How, yeah. Does, uh, where does, how does that Loki exist? I don't know, but that's the, that's the thing. That's, that's, the, the, that's, the, that's, that's, uh, that's a big question that has to be answered. If, a Loki, if this is a Loki from the future, that, that's even crazy. Wait, so when he Old man off, Loki. That's what wait, somebody was saying in the comments. When he falls off the uh, Rainbow Bridge into the black hole... Is that possible that, that we have another wormhole situation where... Yeah, so oh, oh, because, I mean, can quantum anomalies create variants? Yeah. They would have to. They're quantum anomalies, right? I mean, but like, but how does that, how does that, how do you, it's, how does it split? What? How did that Loki, how did that Loki, how did a variant Loki come from that situation? That black hole. Split probabilities. By, I, I'm not again. Uh, all I'm, I'm, throwing shit out. I'm throwing shit out there. It stretches you out for a lot, like both like simultaneously. <laughs> uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about it way better. Yeah, than I do. you basically and, become spaghetti. Yeah, it's, metaphysical it's, spaghetti. Right. It's like annihilation. Right. It's a horrible way to die. But, um, but the, the thing about the thing about physics is time and space are interconnected, and probability like it get uh, you know black holes are dense and, and whatever that they're warping space time. If you warp space-time, you could get different probabilities, But right? Yes. Loki is... If Loki's roughly the same age as Thor, Loki is about 1,500 years old, 1,600 years old. Mm -hmm. Somebody computed it on TikTok. I think J. Kevin Parker oh, super um, computed it on TikTok. Right. But... And uh, look okay. at him. He Vaga looks, Bondage knows what's up, but all right. He, he looks... Um, yeah. 
right, whatever. <laughs> Vagabond, we're not going that deep into it. Um, Spaghettification is different than superposition. Ah! But, Favorite uh, Chili Pepper song. But, like, Loki's 1,500 years old, and he looks good. Yeah. He looks like a 38-year-old So what's man. another millennium, really? Is yeah, he look so how old does old, old man Loki? That's, like, 10,000 yeah. years old. Probably. How could that variant have evaded and existed for 10,000 years? On, on <laughs> Midgar, though, you do not, you have, you're weaker than you are on Asgard. So you've just no. been hanging out on Earth no, 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 undetected no, no, no. Wait, for 10,000 years? You're, sorry, I'm, you're saying, f wait, humans are weaker than Asgardians. It doesn't mean that if an Asgardian goes to Earth, they become as strong as a human. No, 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 not, uh, that's not what I was saying. I was just saying, like, oh, okay. maybe, maybe they age on different realms differently. So maybe he's not on Asgard for 3,000 millennial. That black mm. hole, man. I'm telling you. But, I mean, it, like, it, it, from Loki's perspective, a 10,000 years roughly will have passed for him to become old man Loki. For him to, for Tom Hiddleston to become Richard E. Grant... It would have to be at least like six to seven thousand years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, like, like I mean, he could have been—he could be doing it Midgard, Asgard, like in the TVA. Like, but from his perspective, six to seven thousand years will have passed. So, how, like, it's yeah. I just find like that's gonna be that's gonna be a whole a episode. Lot. That's gonna it's be a, a whole episode. But you know uh, they're gonna throw a bunch of twists at us. How many? Uh, how nine episodes? How many episodes of Loki are there gonna be? Uh, there are six, I think. Because they're each an hour long. Yeah, they're, they're, that's that's what Marvel said. Is their their sweet spot is six hours? They've realized. Yeah. Um. Here. here okay. Uh. Because it's getting later, I want to know people's theories, but I'm gonna tell you my my what is these ramifications. Okay ramifications uh, of, of this episode, okay? Ramifications. I'm just going to say ramifications. That's my, that's whatever. Okay. Uh, Thank you for my TED Talk. Uh, there's the only one timeline. Anything outside the norm of that timeline, they won't allow it. They won't allow fractured timelines. Unless someone can momentarily fracture a timeline in order to create another loop back in. If they secure that loop, we're fine, Right? Uh, Avengers Endgame, if it's all part of the plan, right? Yes, but that's what the okay. TVA does with their resets, with their little right. reset. Grant. But they never reset. Like, can you imagine in Avengers Endgame, they go back in time, right when they pop into the past, the TVA pops up, resets that timeline, and they're like, shit. <laughs> like, they didn't do that, right? It was all part of their plan. So they end up doing that. So all the events of Endgame happen. But Steve Rogers... And this is what I've always thought was always in a loop. He, he always was with Peggy. He had always married Peggy. That that's well, this that's, I have many I have many different reasons, and I don't even have to touch those reasons other than to say with this episode, the TVA would have reset that timeline. That does timeline wouldn't have existed as a fractured timeline. The TVA does not allow fractured timelines. Yeah. Uh, so we clearly see Steve Rogers. Dancing with Peggy, unless we're to say that, like, they reset the timeline there, but then how can old man Steve come in later? It was always the same timeline. Right. Miss Marauder, Miss Marauder 
is with me. Vagabondage is with me. Superbeard is with me. Yes, it was always. Why? So with the TVA and what they're saying in this episode, yes, Steve was always in our timeline, our timeline, and that's fine. That being said, the way I originally believed it in Endgame was the same way, but the reasoning for that was there wasn't anything to contradict why it couldn't have been the same timeline to begin with. They kept certain things vague, like who Pe- Peggy marries and, and so on and so forth. So even in, before this episode, that's what I thought. But this episode essentially confirms it, right? They would have pruned that timeline if it was a fractured timeline. We can only allow one timeline. Boom. Except, okay. Except um, what? Except what, Paul? Uh, Paul, tell me. You're no. co-host of the show. Oh. <laughs> if anyone can stand up to me, stand uh, up to me, Paul. I'll stand tell up to you with my boy. boy. <laughs> no, um, the, the whole thing about, like, the future actually, like, confirms the present or the past and um hulk talking to uh ancient one is kind of like a, a deal about setting things right by not you know making it spread out too much right and right. then the fact that steve decided to not show up you know just to lay low like martian manhunter or uh, right. wonder woman in this right night, you know to well, not interfere it, he's like a watu in a way uh I, 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 my personal headcanon is that Steve did interfere, but he interfered in small ways that essentially always happened. Like, if if old man Steve didn't interfere in the 70s, let's just say, Hydra would have come about in the 90s. But instead, it gets put, like, he does his thing, and he is part of the effort. That's my headcanon. I mean, there's missing pin particles, too. I mean, that, to me, is kind of huge, since that's the whole basis for you know, right having a quantum uh, realm to begin with but right at the same time uh are you going to talk about super beards um well super beard yeah super beard says uh that uh cap wouldn't need to interfere because he already knew uh he already knew uh uh that they had already won the battles i don't consider that i mean i think he would inter like he would interfere in things that anyways had him interfering in the timeline for instance some random guy is like hey i'm just gonna shoot winter soldier while he's in the tube and like steve interferes we never know and it moves on and the timeline goes on as planned get what i'm saying like you I, can affect the timeline I get what you're because saying you've already I affected the timeline it. it's like the That's adjustment the, bureau that was such a bad movie if it anyways <laughs> happened that is it, it's like having a guardian angel you can have a guardian angel. If you don't see the guardian angel, the guardian angel is helping you stay alive. Like it always happened that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the accepted, the accepted science that Steve went back with was what the Hulk described, which is right. you can't go into the past. You can't no. change your own that's not, past. You no, can't change your true. own past. You can't change your own past. That's the logic that was put down because you. Yeah. Okay. But oh, like, okay. Yeah. But that's, but, um, what I'm saying is that's the logic that Steve's going back into. So he's assuming he's in an alternate timeline. So I think he would stop everything. I think no. the faulty na- Cap does not know any of this. That guy right. can barely hold his own in a conversation about pop culture, let alone like heavy duty like time space continuum he science. Be very careful. He I be don't very think careful. Cap would have. I think Cap would think he can. He went back in time and he can change stuff. I do not think he would operate like I'm just going to be a sleeper agent. 
Well, the thing about going back in the past and affecting the past is you have to have knowledge of those events to do things different. But if you don't have knowledge of those events to do things different, you end up doing whatever the events normally transpired. That's yes. just how the timeline works. So who's to say, because Peggy starts S.H.I.E.L.D., right, with with Billy Bob, her new husband, who's actually Steve, and, like, nobody knows it's Steve, and it's Billy Bob. And uh, and, and Billy Bob's like, hey, um, maybe you should, I don't know, maybe this is a like cool idea, like, maybe we could get some uh, vibranium. Like, I, it's weird. I just, I have this idea that, like, we might be able to use it. And they're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Maybe we'll just give some, and then that leads to, like, the normal development of that timeline. That is just the way that the timeline works. If I go back in time and I go hang out with my grandma and grandpa who are dating in the past and then they break up and I'm like, oh my God, if they break up, I will, like my parent, my, my dad won't be born and then I'm getting into back to the future. You're describing back to the future. Yeah. And I zeroed out to birth racket and suddenly they're back together. Yes. The point being is I was always there to begin with and I didn't affect the timeline. Can, can I talk about the, can I pivot to uh, the meta time correction and that's agent colson never was on a show called agents of shield like it completely <laughs> that, okay. dismisses all Did of I, that I, that was yeah that's my theory my <laughs> big theory is that this season ends with colson showing up oh no and he's like guess what loki we're teaming up we're gonna recreate shield <laughs> no that's what i th i think him and colson the two guys who got to carry on with their lives even though everyone thought they were dead, uh, I think him and Coulson are going to buddy up. Why else show Coulson's death? Why else remind <laughs> us of that and put him on screen? It's Chekhov's Coulson. You don't put Coulson on screen if you're not going to use him. That's how this I just Coulson currently is a robot, right? <laughs> Unless the time... He's a, yeah, it, the show ends yeah. with him as an LMD. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's a crazy thing, though. I just realized this. I didn't think about the effects of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the fact is, they say there's one timeline. All the fan theories, all the Marvel fans out there that we've been talking in this community has been like, there's multiple timelines in the MCU. This essentially says there is not. Yeah, no, because well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they it's, straight up end saying there are two different timelines. Yep. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it does. It does. Zeke's left behind, circle. and he starts S.H.I.E.L.D., and it's totally different. There are two... that. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with what, the larger point you're trying to say because oh, oh, the with, whole thing, the MCU has been all about how can we just keep taking away from Agents of Shield? Yep. How can we keep just stripping it away? It's like no, you can't have anything. Oh, you want Coulson right. again? Too bad. Here is him in the '90s. Um, but right. yeah, no. I, so like, Agents of Shield doesn't Agents exist. Agents of Shield straight up does say there are two timelines, so a multiverse can exist. According but, to Agents of Shield, but it's but, not the same multiverse. It's not. Maybe, maybe in that in the sense they have the multiverse, and the MCU is a singular timeline. Universe. I think they're they're taking that they're taking the uh, the DC approach, the C, the CW approach, where they're just right. like, you know, what? for a long time we thought the multi we knew the multiverse existed, but then after Crisis, we're just gonna let everyone think they're the only Earth, even though all the other Earths were reborn. But they're just gonna right. think. It's just primers, right. and don't super, worry about it. <laughs> super beards in the comments, just just being being a douche. You're what? not a douche. I'm just joking. But like, he's like, you guys got to let go of Agents of Shield, and I just feel like, yeah. 
Oh, I'm not. Like, I'm I not, know. I know. But I'm not I, lighting a candle in church for Agents of Shield. No, I, it, I like it is it. just I funny how it just seems like Kevin Feige almost goes out of his way to just say yeah. no. It does. It's just. I know. It feels mean. It feels intentional at this point. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't. Well, well I'm not dying on the hill of Agents of Shield. Um, <laughs> I agree. But what it is, it's because other people had created the ideas, and Kevin's, and they don't fit with Kevin Feige's ideas, so he's like, well, they're all not real unless uh, unless I say it is. You know? Unless it's and, Marvel Studios, because at Netflix right. and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's all Marvel Entertainment, yeah. Marvel yeah. Television. And by the way, Superbeard, I'm just, I'm just joking, by the way. I know he's right. We gotta let go of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm fine with it. I'm just saying that, like, it's a lot of, it was like a good amount of seasons. You know what I mean? Uh, it was yeah, it was. It's kind yeah. of it. It's kind of like uh, Legends of Tomorrow, where uh, like so? when it when it tried to be a traditional show, it was yeah decent, like during its first couple seasons. But then like halfway through, they just like pivoted to Crazy Town. Yeah. And, it's wackadoo. It's yeah, wackadoo. It went real wackadoo, and then yeah, then yeah. it became kind of fun again. But like yeah, it's inconsequential. Um, Superbeard says, if you knew the backstory of Ike Perlmutter and Loeb going against Feige, you'd understand. No, I understand. Yeah. I'm all for Feige. I'm anti-Ike Perlmutter and anti-Loeb. That being said, I'd like to think that the events of Netflix shows have transpired-ish in a way that does not contradict continuity. Like, a version of the Netflix shows happened in the MCU. So Charlie Cox can still play Daredevil and... You know, we don't have to be so beholden to the continuity. But you know what? I don't. I say get rid of it all. If it's not Marvel Studios, get rid of it all because you're just rising every no, 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 no. I will not. I refuse to live in a world where Iron Fist is more canon than Agents of Shield. <laughs> Iron Fist that's fair. cannot be more canon than Agents of Shield. Well, that's Get rid of them and all. Just recast. I mean, obviously, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson has shown. Just recast them. Just bring, uh, just bring J.K. Simmons back. We loved him in that. Like Charlie Cox can come back, but it'll be a different Daredevil. My, uh, I loved Mike Coulter and uh, Kristen Ritter. They were both perfect, perfectly cast. Um, right. And obviously, recast uh, 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 Loris Tyrell. Oh yeah, yeah, Dan Danny Rand. But wait, yeah. are you saying don't bring back Kristen Ritter into the MCU? Don't no, no, no. I'm saying no, definitely. Like her, oh. Mike Coulter, and and Charlie Cox. Like you can bring them yeah. back. Like that's they're they will be different stories. Oh, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Right. But yeah, and but I, no, I yeah, I, I refuse to allow any bit of Iron Fist to be more canon in the MCU. Just I agree. They spent I'm, I'm so much you. time outside of Kunlun. They talked about a persimmon tree that sounded dope as fuck. I wanted to climb it. <laughs> Did we even... We never saw the dragon. Like, how bullshit is that? <laughs> yeah, two the seasons, The one cool no thing about Danny Rand and we never got to see it. Two seasons, no dragon. Talk about yeah. a guy that tells and never shows. I yeah. am the right. Iron Fist, but I am. No, you're not. You're, you're Colin right. Wing's boyfriend. It's just yeah. all the time. Beating up kids, hitting them in the face with a stick. They're just trying to yeah. look at their body. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra uh, Kai, yeah. never die. <laughs> uh, 
Superbeard says, I feel like the Netflix series and the TV shows were more like C-3PO telling legends over the fire to Ewoks. Uh, yeah, in a way, like, the Netflix shows are MCU canon in the MCU? No, but then they would say their <laughs> secret identities. That's too What's, much. Uh, in the in Miller World, in the comics, yeah. some of the comics are in the real world, and some of them are the movies that these people would see. Tarantino is the same way. Like some of the movies are in universe and some of them are movies in the universe. Right. Right. Um, um yeah. Ocean's 11. There's that right? like Captain Clear Marvel Bible. kind of comic that Miller had, right? Superior or something. Yeah. Whatever it was called. Uh, uh, that, that's that's yeah, no, a movie in Kick-Ass, right? Uh, yes. At the end of Kick-Ass volume three, I think they, they go. Yeah. And that, that and Super Crooks. Is a movie? Yeah, Super Cooks, I think, is a movie. Oh. Um, but well, then, in the Netflix uh, show, MPH... they're doing the live-action Super Crooks. Yeah, but then MPH, the, like, uh, speedster oh, book that he did. that takes that's, place in the same that's universe in, as That's Kick in Ass. universe as Kick-Ass. And I yeah. think Nemesis is as well. And, that makes sense. Uh, I don't know where Secret Service goes, but... Or where, um, what about Huck? Or Tuck? What's his name? Uh, I forget Huck. Um, I also don't know about uh, Starlight either. Um, I haven't read Starlight. But anyway, Starlight's, we're getting off. Starlight's oh, wonderful. Oh. If I, if like, I have, like, Mark Miller, whatever. Jupiter's Legacy, the fact that Crash and Bird in one season, I think is emblematic of people's thirst for Mark Miller's story. But Starlight's so That's good. true. We don't Starlight's need... so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not. That's actually it. a separate. Yeah, that's what, a separate did not show. enjoy yeah. Jupiter's Legacy? Not the the show. I enjoyed the oh, comic. Uh, yeah, the yeah. comic's good, but the, yeah, the TV show sucked. And it's expensive. It's like yeah. I would have fifty million. I would have kept watching it, but I'm I'm actually more of a fan of of Super Crooks. Uh, it's a self contained story, and I, I and it takes place in the same universe as Jupiter's Legacy in the Netflix show. So mm. that's what they said for this live action Super Crooks. End. Anyway, whatever. Um, point being we'll is, for like, there Super are Crooks definite... after show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pre-show, more like. It hasn't even come out yet. Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen? I want to know everybody out there, uh, everybody in the comments, I'm going to read them out loud. What do you guys think is going to happen in this Loki show? Uh, there are not, or no, six episodes. So there's five more episodes. What's going to happen? Where do you see this show going? Uh, I want to hear Paul and Trevor's first, and then everybody in the comments, feel free to leave it. Uh, let us know what your theories are. Uh, Paul, what do you, where do you think this is going to go? I want them to see the wizard behind the curtain. I want to see who the three are. And the timekeepers? Yeah, the timekeepers. Is it just three algorithms? Is it, like, three dead people? Um, because, like... Three versions of Loki? Oh, that'd be stupid. I'd hate that. Because <laughs> that would suck. It's all Loki. Lo Loki's like, well, yeah. you know, they have a really good retirement plan, and I got a 401k <laughs> here. Like, no. No. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Uh, Owen Wilson and him are going to go on a, in a uh, what's it called? Hannibal Lecter, Red Dragon, where it takes a, you know, or actually the first first Silence of the Lambs. Because that's the whole what thing, about it? right? You get, you get a serial killer to catch a serial yeah. killer. That's the whole... Yeah. 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 So it's the, you know, second and third act. We just have to meet Buffalo Bill, Loki. <laughs> and that's what I think is going to happen. Um, and we might not get any answers until episode three. Yeah. 
No, I think episode five, that's classic Marvel. <laughs> it's the next to last episode is the exposition dump episode. Yeah. And it's really not sticking the landing so far for all this. Well, show. sometimes it's a third to last because then you can do a like almost a two-parter ending. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because WandaVision, I, it was third, wasn't it third to last? No, it was the next to last episode. It was just a long last episode. It was probably the long, oh. one of the longest episodes they did. Um, uh, that was the one with the tease after the credits, right? The second to last or third to last? Yeah, that was the, it was uh, the White Vision tease was the, was oh, the first yeah. credit. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, it was the uh, fake Quicksilver when he was like, oh, yeah, that was the after credits tease with Monica. That was on the third oh. to last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first yeah. time we saw it. Yeah, yeah. But the, uh, the second to last uh, episode. What is he? Snoopy Snoop Snooper is gonna snoop. Yeah, That's Snooper's gonna snoop, and we're just like, what, what does that mean? Come <laughs> <on> the internet. <laughs> um. So okay. So Paul, what were you saying that? Oh, you're. Uh, oh, there's the gonna summation? be more. They're gonna they're gonna go to the crime scene where all the bodies are burned figure out what yeah. happened what was that device on the ground do we know i don't know it was something stuck in there well there's oh, the, the shovel the stick. but yeah, there's the also that little glowing egg that they put in the oh, that's like the a reset. dial that's, or something that, that's the reset the like oh, glowing that egg oh, that's, okay. yeah, the that's glowing egg reset. is the reset but okay. there was something on whatever sticking in the ground yeah no that scanned. was that was the anomaly they were saying yeah. like someone looks like someone like inf like invented time travel and like screwed it up or something like that yeah. Oh, because it's, it was like, oh, they probably wanted to come and get oil before recession. Yeah, uh, to become rich. Yeah, so that I, I, I think what they were called, what they thought they were being called to, was like an amateur time traveler. Right. But then it turned out that it was a trap by who we assume is Loki. This has Clo the time. I'm gonna call him Cloaky. Cloaky. <laughs> 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 Uh, get that, get that trending. That's... What about C-Loki? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like Cloaky. Cloaky. I like, I like Cloaky. Oh man. Because he oh, he, he's in the cloak. Yes. <laughs> he he or she or they are in the cloak. Right. Um, right. It's too adorable. Uh, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Trevor? Um, I, yeah, I think something's up with Mobius. Okay. I think he wants to weapon. I think he's hope, hoping Loki will stick with his nature. I think that's what he's betting on. I think the trailers that kind of also said that. But I think for nefarious purposes. I think Mobius is going to be bad. Um, I think he's going to be uh, revealed to be in leagues or in, not. Not who he says he is. There is a Mobius really? has a big secret. Okay, he has a big secret. I can buy the big secret. I don't think Marvel... I think Marvel's done pulling the, oh, I'm a good guy. Nope, I'm a bad guy. Twist. I, I will right? say um, that it was very important for um, Mobius to ask Loki if he enjoyed killing. Like, to confront him with that. Because if this is Loki, this Loki murders. Like... Right. Cold-blooded. He's so. trying to make sure the variant the variant Loki is different than Cloaky. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I think Mobius is, is somehow in league. Tied. Yeah, Maybe I not think... Maybe in league. Okay, but... But, no, I think... I mean, the, I think the, the... The little spark, and we see it, is uh, the relationship... 
like the the forward momentum show if this is a series relationship is Loki and the judge. She does need to pop up more. She's like she's an she, up and coming I mean, actress. Like the trailer, uh, the trailer makes it seem like she's much more in the show. Yeah. Then, but also Goo-goo, like I mean, Goo Goo Moth uh, yes, Ra, right? that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know any Goo-goo. of. I forget everyone's names. Yeah. I only know Mobius' name because his name is Momi of M Mobius. <laughs> well, I don't know her name. I'm just saying her. The actress's name is Goo Goo oh. Mbatha Ra. That's uh oh it's um. Was she the? She's not the one who was in the Cloverfield, the crappy Netflix Cloverfield. Yes, was she? she was. Oh, okay, yeah. Then yes, definitely, hundred percent. She's if this becomes a full series, seasons long, she's the co-lead, not Owen Wilson. Which is why I think something's up with Owen Wilson, or he'll be taken off the table some way, shape, or form. Um, they couldn't afford me. I had to go. Could, oh God, I gotta. Oh I, wow. I, I feel like I'm always looking up to you, like. Oh. Is he like, like always whispering flirts with everyone? Yeah. Like yeah. constantly complimenting? That's Owen Wilson's that's Owen Wilson's bag, baby. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I think yeah. Loki, okay. I mean, classic hero's journey. Loki's gonna be tempted to fall off the wagon. And yeah. then he's gonna see that. He can still do good, even if it means he's going to realize his goodness just before his own death. He will accept that eventually. Season yeah. two. <laughs> what I season what two, I see or the end of this season. What I see happening. <laughs> I don't know so much about the plots as much as I think that like Loki is going to realize that he does have free will. What the meaning of free will is, and the choices that he makes, he can make for himself, and what he is as like his self identity apart from Asgard. You know. Uh, what he can do uh i do think it's a hero's journey uh i think that he's going to fight and meet other versions of himself um uh and have to realize like when you when you come face to face with yourself like what makes you different than your mirror image you know what i mean like i think that's like super important it's important to remember that asgard's not a place it's a people it's a people that's a callback. As, You're as, it's like the like the peak. Peak that cloaky. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I as we finish up this episode, uh, I I, I uh, want to say uh, thank you to the audience out there. Thank you to Superbeards. Thank you to Vagabondage. Uh, Matt Morey's out there. Miss Marauder. Rebby Rue, if you're still there. Rebby Rebby Rue. Oinks. Whoever's out there. Uh, you know, watching this. Thank you so much for for sticking with us. We like to hear what you guys think. So um, this is the Loki After Show. We're gonna be here every uh, every single week doing doing this whole thing. And Mars Bar is out there. Mary, Mary, and Tom. Thank you so much. Um, Paul and Trevor. Uh, I want to know uh, what if you want to plug anything. If you got something coming up. And just to finish this, I want you to say what's back. You get what I'm saying? Like, I want you to pick one thing that's back and say it as, you know, blank's back, baby. I need to hear <laughs> it. I need to hear it. So pick something that's back, all right? Uh, uh, Trevor, uh, let's hear your plugs and everything. Uh, what do you got um, coming up? I'm what taking do you a say? picture so I can share it to Instagram that we're broadcasting. Um, oh, okay. 
Well, I want to plug uh, my cartoon short. If you enjoyed the 30 seconds Josh Fadum uh, was on screen before he was disintegrated, uh, you can find it on YouTube on Nickelodeon's channel. It's called uh, Cupcakery of Doom. Josh plays uh, Cheesebert, part of a, a, a supervillain duo, Patches and Cheesebert, and they take over their uh, town with a cupcake shop. Okay. And who are you? Uh, I'm the creator and writer. Ooh! Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, above the line. You know, behind the scenes. <laughs> you know how it is. Were you, were you on an NDA until recently? Because you haven't brought this up before. No, I mean, it just came out, like, a, uh, it came out a little while ago, so that's just why I haven't brought it up. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So you can check right. that out. And then... Uh, uh, tell tell us out loud because I'm gonna put this on podcast form. Tell us out loud what your social media is. Oh, uh, I am at Trevor Copter on all social media, uh, including Volume.com. And uh, yeah, you can find me there. Uh, I'm always talking comics in some way, shape, or form on my Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. I had some and, joke I wanted to make, but I forgot. And what's it. back? Oh, what's back? Um, hold on. What is back? <laughs> Hammer's back, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I watched closer. Look. I watched Seth Meyers, and he kept uh, mentioning MC Hammer, Hammer Time. Okay. With that. Right. Hammer's the back, Hammer's, baby. The Mick Hammer. The Mick or the, Hammer. Or MC Mjolnir. Mjolnir's back. Yeah. Mjolnir. Meow meow. Meow meow. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much, Trevor, for coming on the show and gracing us with your presence. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, thank Paul, you. what do you got? Uh, on on my channel on Twitch, uh, psh, on another platform, uh, it's Mr. Plow, and uh, we do, on Mondays at eight. Me and Matthew Mori. I wrote Mike. I auto corrected Mike Mori for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we do Bad Batch uh, hangout, super casual. We get off on a lot of tangents, way outside the realm of what we're talking about. But it's fun, and it's still Star Wars-y. Um, none of us, I, I mean, I'll speak for myself, I am definitely not an authority on it, so it's just a fun ride. Um, yeah. But Monday's at 8. Uh, also, thanks to the crowd, it's 2.30 here in California. I know for Super Beard, it's like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., like the dawn is upon him. Uh, so, so yeah, thanks for uh, stopping by. And um, what's back? What's back, baby? Yeah. Baby back, baby. <laughs> My baby back. Applebee's. Baby back's, baby back's ba back, baby? No, a AMC's back, baby. Oh, yeah, AMC now, is back. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to the, the movies. movies are back. Yeah, and the movies moon. are back. This is not financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, uh, Paul. Thank you, Trevor, for coming on the show. Thank you to the audience out there. Uh, wherever you are watching us, sure, we, I would love for you to watch us on volume.com slash Show. That's our number one streaming platform, but we do stream to other platforms. So wherever you're watching us, please click like, click, uh, you know, comment, say what you really think about us, subscribe, follow, whatever, whatever that, like, clickable thing is. Uh, click that and help us out. We're, you can find The Keeg on Instagram at The Keeg Show. You can find us on TikTok at The Keeg Show. Those are two very important social media platforms that we do utilize. Um, 
and it's probably best to follow us there. You can find out our schedule for the week. Uh, basically, the way it works now is, uh, yeah, early Wednesday mornings, we're going to be doing the Loki after show. Uh, on Thursday nights, we're going to be doing Comic Talk, right, where we talk about the different comics that came out during that week. Uh, got a rotating panel of guests. Uh, super awesome. Trevor has been on it uh, numerous amount of times. Uh, he is quite the uh, the expert at that. Uh, Friday night is the key back. That is uh, 9 o'clock Pacific time on Friday nights. It's the show where we shoot the shit and play some games, and it's uh, super fun. And then... Um, Certain Saturdays, we do the Key Live where we talk about a different discussion topic. We just talked about uh, Power Rangers, I believe. We just had a big old long talk about Power Rangers. We've talked about Mortal Kombat. We've had Paul on that show. Um, um, I'm on a Power Rangers kick for some reason. My YouTube algorithm sent me on a Watch Mojo like top 10 list of Power Rangers stuff that I decided like I'm going to buy the whole season of Power Rangers RPM. That's my favorite season. RPM, it's self-contained and it's yeah. like its own it's its yeah. own thing. Power Rangers RPM is the best. It's it like what if we did Lost as a Power Rangers show? Okay. And it housed a lot of up and like up and comers who are like, you know, uh, Eka, uh the Red Ranger is uh Malcolm uh, uh, from Jones and yeah. Rose McIver from iZombie. Yeah. And then Adelaide Kane, right? Adelaide oh yeah, Kane's Adelaide Kane, I forget. Because she's not that good in that show. Oh, no? <laughs> she's also like green screened into, into like over the like actual Japanese footage. It's like, oh, oh yeah, clearly you are an American creation for the show. And like yeah. you can see it. She's like, they like moved the panel. So it's uh, like the screen. So now there's a little bit more background as she's just like standing right there for it. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh. I want to watch that now. I'm gonna, it's I'm awesome. Gonna Power Rangers that. RPM is awesome. I learned why it's why it's like so crazy is because it's disney's last season of ownership it was supposed to be the last it was supposed to be the last season yeah which they do that they uh that and then like uh lost in space or some power rangers uh last lo- i think it's Again, uh, in space it's, i said lost, lost in space too i've i've yeah power rangers in space yeah power rangers the in space season. they thought was supposed to be the last season which is why the finale basically wraps up everything of yeah. all the Power Rangers shows up to that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, either way, we got a lot going on with the Keeg, so uh, definitely stay tuned. We got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I'm very excited about what's to come, especially the Loki after show. So thank you for coming on this adventure yet again, and uh, uh, stay tuned. And uh, uh, that's all the good stuff that I have. And uh, I guess you know what's back? The Keeg After Shows are back, baby. Yeah, we're back, baby. Hooah! <laughs> <laughs> Hooah! We're back. <laughs> uh, all right. Peace out, everybody. Have a great night. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Loki After Show. Peace out.